Hello, and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. <laughs> Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming this week. I know I, I went up <laughs> into a register where it sounded like I wasn't finishing the sentence. Um, you know, we, I usually start the show by asking you, did anything good or not good happen to you this week? Uh, I was sick, so I'm, you know, I haven't spoken. You know when you live alone and you're sick? Right. You know, Jill's been great about dropping things off, but I don't want to get her sick, so she's at her place. And so you go through this, like, four days where you haven't, you realize, oh, I haven't heard my voice in four days i haven't spoken yeah i guess what's not typical is to break that silence speaking for 45 minutes uninterrupted yeah yeah uh, well i haven't had a um i haven't had a conscious thought in in a few days um hmm. but that's okay because i'm not going for my head today g i'm going from going for my gut nice nice um, uh well <laughs> How does the drop off work? Like, how did is she leaving stuff outside your door, or or is she coming in and uh, no, no, she's not coming in. Leaving? No, okay. um, honestly, she doesn't seem to care uh, yeah. when I get sick. She's like, "Ah, hey, what's the difference?" I'm like, "Well, the difference is then if I'm sick now, and then you get sick four <laughs> days later, then that's like four. You'll be four days behind me, so it'll right. be faster if you just let me, you know, recover. Yeah. But you know, she'll she'll knock on the door and then hang back." on the the below the porch and we'll just have a quick chat oh, okay and then uh, she'll say oh you look sick i'll say i know i know i look sick <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll slink back to the couch and uh lie down and um watch a really weird selection of movies i've chosen this week. Oh, okay the count of monte cristo from i believe 2002 wow. uh, or 2003 Guy Pierce? No. Who's Guy Pierce and uh, oh, yeah, Jim Caviezel. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh, what's her name? Ma- Magda, or she's in uh, Succession. Uh, uh, her the, name's uh, like M, and then the last name is also M, and I don't know how to pronounce it. But yeah, anyway, no she's in Succession. Um, couple other gems. I think Richard Grant. I think he's the the old priest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, it gets worse as it goes along, but I was into it. I love okay. like a good adventure. They don't make do. movies like that anymore. <laughs> and then I watched Last of the Mohicans last night. Wow, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Wow, cool. So, I, I well, this does bring up a question. Do you like rewatching movies? Do I like rewatching movies? I am no. I mean, we do it a lot around here. Which I find annoying. Like I just rewatched Endgame, Infinity War, and Endgame, which I've seen like ten times because my kids are always have it on. Right. It is a thing. Like I feel like when you're a kid, you'll rewatch anything, right? Yeah. Or yeah. I, I don't know. I was gonna say this is because we didn't have a lot of physical media in our youth. So if you had a movie on VHS. Mm-hmm. You tended to rewatch it. Yeah. But then I guess that doesn't hold for your kids who can watch a movie on any platform at any time. So, yeah. But it's like, you know, we, we grow up watching. I, I saw the Muppet movie probably a billion times. <laughs> okay. There's a famous story that's a little bit embarrassing that I'll tell you now that when Animal <laughs> takes those um, uh, growth pills. Yeah, that uh, the scientist uh, Honeydew and Bunsen yes. gives him, and he ex- he grows and grows and grows and grows until he gets so big that his head p- pokes out of the roof, yeah. and then he's just like giant animal going like. Rah, 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 rah. Um, I peed on my parents' couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then once I got over that, then you know the second and third wash that that was. That was pretty good. But wow. but all this to say, like, you watch these Disney movies, like, you know, an Aladdin a billion times or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, or for me, those were later, but, like, for me, the Jungle Book, like, watched it a million times. The totally. original, the Robin Hood where he's a fox. Now, I, I cannot bring myself to do it. I, I think because, to me, part of movies is, like, surprise. Yes. And I know some people say that, that's the very reason they like rewatching things because they don't want to be surprised. They want the comfort of it. But I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't find it comforting. I find it very, 
boring, yeah. but I feel like I'm in the minority because one of the biggest podcasts out there is called The Rewatchables, <laughs> yeah. where people rejoice <laughs> in rewatching the same movie over and over. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not into rewatching. I I am usually anti, but. I was a hundred percent into watching both those movies, Infinity War and Endgame. Like I was just, I locked in, and I, you know, if Goodfellas on, I'm, I'm, if it just happens to be on TV or whatever, I'm watching it till the end. It's one of those things, one of those movies where yeah, I just yeah, gotta but, watch it. But do you have cable? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, it's Directv, like the, the app. But are you scrolling channel to channel? Like I don't understand this idea of <laughs> if it happens to be on TV. I scroll the guide. I do scroll the guide. You scroll the guide. Yeah. And if you see Goodfellas, you'll click. Yeah. Yep. And then I'll watch it with commercials, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, right. it's really stupid. But, uh, and I own it. I own it on Apple. Like, I would ne I don't even think I've ever watched it on my Apple app. You know what I mean? Like, Apple Movies, I paid for it. It was on sale for $5. Like, oh, I'll definitely watch this. I don't think I've ever opened it, ever. But I probably watched it three times on just regular AMC or whatever, just to ha and not from beginning to end, just like from wherever it happens to be when I see it on the guide. But how much of your rewatching is like, I've already seen this movie and I want to show it to my kids, so I'm going to rewatch it? That one I've never shown to them. That like Goodfellas, I haven't. But every other movie, yes, it's that. It's like You are literally uh, like – doing the the thing that makes Scorsese so angry, right? Yep. <laughs> it's like he's literally talking about Marvel movies <laughs> and you're not showing them Goodfellas. Well, yeah. I mean, I I that's why I bought it. I'm like I'm going to show show it to my kids one one day. And I don't like I'm almost afraid to show it to them because I don't know if mm. they they would like it, you know? Like I don't know if it holds up for them. It does. You know? I think it does. Yeah, I think I think, so, on, so. I think they would like it. Yeah, especially Lincoln now because he's he's almost seventeen. So you know, that's he's he's getting into like darker stuff and uh, you know more adult stuff. So yeah, I would hope but, so at this yeah. point. But I I don't know. So are are you learning anything new from uh, Infinity War? Are you are you like I missed that the first time? <laughs> Can you explain time travel now? I cannot. Um, I. I, like the Russo brothers are awesome. Like it is, say what you want about them. It is they did such an incredible job. Like it's a great like a culmination of literally twenty movies. You know, so I, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Marvel guy, but yeah. those those ones are are good. Yeah. Um, or at least they're watchable. Yeah. But are they rewatchable? I say no. Uh, I say kinda some of them. Yes. Well, you've, you've proved that for yourself they are. Um, did anything good or not good happen to you this week? Yeah, I've got two, and they're both good. Well, the first one is – I don't even want to say – I'm not going to say, but I, I saw Fast Axe yesterday. So I'm not oh. – I'm going to save it for our film session on the No Dunks podcast. Okay. Because we've been uh, – if, if, you if you're new to the channel – uh, we do a show over uh, a, a basketball show on uh, it's called No Dunks. Um, everybody knows, um, and we uh, we did a ten episode rewatch or watch. It was a, the first time Skeets had ever seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, and uh, we we did a a podcast for each of them. Uh, you were on two of them, mm -hmm. Fast Five and Fast Nine, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, we, you know. I am not a huge fan of these movies, um, but I had to watch it for work. I, and I took my youngest son, Jackson, out of school to go see it. <laughs> now, look, when you do that, do you make up an, do you have to make up an excuse for the administrators? Well, it's the last week of school, so we kind of just – he just kind of left. He, he just left in at lunch. So – and I don't think we got – I don't even – And they've been looking for him ever since. <laughs> yeah. He he basically – he said, oh, don't worry. They they won't care. And usually we get a call. In fact, we got a call yesterday, a robocall about Lincoln being away. And he was – he had an excused absence because they it was the graduation ceremony that the choir was um, performing at. But uh, – yeah, it would, been, it would have been funny if they called you to ask where Jackson was and you picked me up. I'm sorry, I can't talk. I'm in a movie. <laughs> With my son, it was very important. It's all about family. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, it was. Uh, so I saw that yesterday, and here's the thing that happened. It has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. So it it's it was at one of those movie tavern places. Not that that matters, but there was reserved seating. So I mm-hmm. bought my tickets online, mm-hmm. picked the seats, got there, and the seats were like, okay, this is not what we were expecting at all. Like it was for the size of the screen. This this theater was incredibly shallow, like maybe seven rows with a massive screen. So we were like on right the up, side right and we're like looking up. So we're like, we got to move back. So we went – I went and cha- to change this, the seats, right? Yes. <laughs> so I get to – I'm standing in line to change the seats. And right before I get there, and I know I'm in theater five, the the cashier is like, Okay, just one second, sir. And then she turns around and talk to whatever another worker and says, "Hey, can you turn up the AC in theater five? Because somebody complained that, mm-hmm. it's, that it's too cold. So mm-hmm. turn the temperature up." And I'm like, immediate anxiety, right? Like, I, I'm in theater five and I found it quite comfortable actually. So now it's going to get hot as fuck in there because one person. Complain? Well, well, it's it's also because <laughs> now you bring up an interesting question. If you if if you want the temperature to be warmer, would you say turn the AC <laughs> up or turn the AC down? Because you said up, and I thought that meant the person would want it colder. In the so summer. did I. So did I. But that's what she said, and then she was like, "Yeah, make it warmer." And you corrected so, her. I didn't correct her. I oh, was I JT, was in a tizzy. Come on. I was in a tizzy because I'm like shit. What? Hey, this is this is just like a book banning in Florida. You, we can't have one person complaining and then make an action that's going to affect. I mean, in Florida, you know, millions of other people or thousands yeah. of other people. But yeah. in this case, at least five 40 other, other people. people. <laughs> yeah, there was probably about forty other people in there. But it's just like, would you ever have the balls to go and complain about the temperature in a theater that that's full of people? Everybody knows that when you go to a movie theater in the summer, you bring a sweatshirt. Yes, 100%. If, you're, if you're a person that gets cold in like very heavy air conditioning, which yeah. I never used to, used to luxuriate in it, but now yeah. I'm old. I bring a I bring a hoodie. You're not old. It's because you're skinny. You got rid of all uh, those. You're shredded, man. You got. Yeah. It's, you're, it's just like Phil's always cold. Yeah, if I mean, you're, <laughs> PSA, if you're using Ozempic, bring a hoodie to the cinema. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so no, I wouldn't. I would not have the guts, the balls to do that. But then, look, what about what about you're we're, we're at a two top at a restaurant and they're blaring the music mm, and I cannot okay. hear you. Would you ask to turn the music down? I, w- I wouldn't. I don't have the balls to do that. But you know that, hey, if the music happened to be lower, it would enhance my experience. Yes, 100%. Right. But, but no, I, I don't know. Somehow a movie theater is just like, I will take what they what – they, it's like in an airplane. Half the time it's freezing yes. and half the time you're sweating. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. you you got to dress in layers. you got to dress accordingly and we're going to a movie in yeah, I will the say middle your, of the- your ears have no layers. You can't layer your ears. Yeah. Yeah. True. So that's why I think music is more acceptable. But anyways, go back. So now you're scared. They're so turning. you have asked. You said, uh, "Excuse me." While while after they take your drink order, it's like, could you could you turn the music down? You've done that before. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever actually done that. The the problem is that at most of these like, you know, new, and I say new, really in the last like 20 years, sort of Brooklynized bullshitty hipster restaurants that frankly i love um (laughs) playing the music loud is part of the their point like they would say that playing the music loudly is just as important as the decor they've chosen the lighting they've chosen the dishes they've chosen to make the preparations the style they serve if it's small plates and they would say that the music is contributing to this vibe and actually jd we're going to get to something at the end of the show that's sort of circling the drain on this. Okay. All uh, right. Not this specifically. But so if you asked, that would be like you asking uh, at a, I don't know, French bistro if they could make you a pizza. Like right. they'd be yeah. like, sorry, but that that's part of the place. Right. But it, yeah. So I don't know if I've ever asked, but yes, I've thought about it. And generally speaking, 
music is important at a restaurant, but if you're blaring like 90s hip hop at an ear bleeding decibel where I literally cannot hear the person next to me, which has happened. <laughs> yeah. You're being a dick. But it's part of the concept, sir. It's part, it's part of the concept. It's part of the concept. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. So go on. And you're, I know you're wearing shorts. I can already see it. No, I'm not actually. Oh, not yeah. right now in the movie theater. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. So continue. So, well, anyways, that's the end of the story, really. It was, it ended up being fine. I don't even know if they touched the AC, to be honest. Yeah, that could be one of the things where they're like tapping on it, like, you know, doing the fake call. And yeah. It's like, if you would like to place it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, uh, definitely. Turn that down. Thank you. Bye. Oh, well, I, you know, speaking of temperature, and I've never seen this before, but Jackson was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Like, he thought he was, like, getting a fever or something, but the the seat was heated, like, and he accidentally cranked the heated seat in a theater, like all the way up. So wow. like his lower back was just like on fire. Like I'm he's like, in a Range Rover or something. Yeah. There's heated seats in a theater. That's unnecessary unless it's like an old school. Uh, if there's like a fire in the movie, they turn up the heat for you. Yeah. That's Listen, cool. Why didn't they just say, uh, okay, madam. I'm yeah, assuming turn your it was seat a, heat up. I was assuming it's a woman. I don't Sexist. know what it was. I, I know, but, you know, I know my wife always gets cold. Mm, but, you know. Women, women do be cold. <laughs> and maybe more more uh, uh, likely to complain about it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, But in my mind— We're just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. And in my mind, it was a woman who complained, and that's— me. That's me that has to do the work and do better. But anyways, you could just say to her, do you have a heated seat, madam? You know what I mean? Just crank the heat on your seat. It is very rare that a complaint where that complaint, if it's executed on, will change the experience for everyone else in the room is so easily fixed by something that will only affect that person. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's like as if I was complaining about the music in a restaurant, but the music was coming through wireless headphones. And they're like, oh, you could just turn your headset down, sir. That's right. Uh, well, you didn't want to say if, if Fast X was was good or not good, because you want to save it for your show. I want to save it but for But let, let me show. just guess. It was a fucking piece of shit. And like maybe you're going to be able to say, oh, Jason Momoa, a great villain performance or something. Really chewed the scenery. But that movie sucked. And you know it. And you don't need to confirm. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but yes, it's, I know it sucked. Well, yeah, but the, it's a Fast and Furious movie. Of course, yeah, it yeah. sucked. So there's no. It's just the. De- Have you seen it yet? No, I'm not. I'm not going to see it. Yeah, you are because you're coming on fa- film session, aren't you? I was not asked to. You were asked at the end of the podcast. Oh, come that we on! Did that was literally ago. months ago. <laughs> or, oh, the end of the podcast. <laughs> that was two years ago. Yeah. All. All. Promises made during COVID need to be restated <laughs> post-COVID. All right. You don't have to see it. But no, uh, I mean, if, if you want me to, I'll see it. But yeah, I'm not going to see it. it for my own edification. No, no. Uh, but yeah, you should come on. I think people want to Except hear. for one thing. I'm, I'm the biggest Hoover Dam fan. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. When we were in Las Vegas last summer. Jill and I went to the Hoover Dam. Was fascinated by it. And I saw in the trailer that Vin Diesel does drive down the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Well, and that's I, the only reason that I would want to see it. Can I can I offer an actual spoiler to you? Well, do we want to spoil it for people listening? It's to the not show really book? a spoiler, but that is not the Hoover Dam. Excuse me. I mean, it's not. The, <laughs> it looks like the Hoover Dam, but it's just in a the dam. Movie, just, how many other dams can you name? Zero. Zero dams. Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> That's uh, such a bummer. They made it look... I mean, I guess... You know what? I did, haven't done the research. All Do all dams look alike? I, w- I would... I mean, it's a giant concrete wall blocking <laughs> off water. I guess there's some similarities. Yeah. I mean, maybe they got the... They stole the idea and took it elsewhere in the world. But this particular dam is not the Hoover Dam. Okay, we might have to call this podcast here, JD. This is terrible. <laughs> now you have to see it. Now, now you I have, have to see, to see, it. see now it. Now I have to see it. Um, anyways, yeah, it's a piece of shit, but it's just where it 
where it is on the the lexicon, like of all of them. Yeah. yeah where yeah. does it fit? That's where That's I'm really struggling. I'm really okay. struggling. And then, and I think I'm gonna have to go see it again, honestly, because it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Can you to call me out of school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Call for me out sure. of work and fly me to to Atlanta, and I will I will happily go see Fast Food. Well, let's not go to that cinema that you went to. It sounds yeah. shitty, though. Okay, um, so I had one other thing that I was yeah. going to mention. Um, so go it's good and bad. So good, we have it. There's a neighborhood pool, like a club. You know how they have in Atlanta, like uh, sure, uh, it's like a pool and a tennis court. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, neighborhood. It's not an HOA or anything, but yeah, they're hard to get into. It's a shitty country club. It's a shitty – the shittiest country <laughs> club. But it's nice to have access to a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been on a waiting list for two years and we get in – we got into it finally. They're like – we waited in a line and we got into this pool. So very, very exciting. Very exciting. So there's two things. It's there's tennis courts, but you know us, we are obsessed with pickleball right now. So the big there's two big anxieties. Is there pickleball lines on the tennis court? Mm-hmm. We we're too afraid to ask. Like we're too afraid to jump into the we don't want to be those people, right? Like why don't you just a, go look at the court? Well we have well, it it's just opening today, actually. So Okay. Okay. Um I mean, you, we have, you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. You know what I'm saying, JD? You just get out there and just look. Yeah, take a look. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So that, but there is that sort of kind of crossing our fingers, hoping we hope there's pickleball players at this club, but we have there no will. idea. It's impossible that there won't. I know. I know. But I now the tennis people will hate you. But I know. I don't care about that because I've you know I'm. I'm done with warring with them. It's like, and you know, like when I, a guy like me, this is your infinity war. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) No, but when a guy, a guy like me walks on to a tennis court or a pickle to play pickleball, nobody's bothering me. I'm like 220 pounds, bearded old guy. Nobody's fucking with me. So I'm, it's fine. But I get very, very, get very irritated with, I'm starting to get very irritated with tennis players because it's just like, why don't you just fuck off already? Like, <laughs> there's tennis players that come in and they try pickleball, and most of them are great. Most of them are, you know, uh, you know, tennis has become too much for me. I want to do, I want to try this out, and it looks fun, and it is fun. But some of them are like, oh, the scoring is so hard. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's tennis. You one point is 15 points. It goes to 40. That's four points. Like, how is that less complicated than counting to 11? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but it's it's even weirder, right? Because it's, what? it's it's zero, which is love. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Then the first point is 15. Yeah. The second point is 30. <laughs> yeah. Then it's 40. But then it's not 45. No. <laughs> You're right. It's it's not intuitive. I'll just say that. Right now, and I will when, and when say it's... don't cancel me. But the pickleball scoring <laughs> is weirder because you have to say three numbers. You say the score, and then who's scoring? It's not that complicated. You get used to it. You get used to anything. You exactly. Get used to a freezing pool. Does that That's mean it's pleasant when you get in? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, tennis players. Stop complaining about the scoring because your game is way harder to score. That's all. Okay, okay, but do you, I lay here. Do you, do you have any concerns about your shitty other concerns about your shitty country club? Yes, I do actually. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Can you I, piss in the pool? That's your question. No, come on. You know I never piss in a pool, but good, good, good. people but are pissing in pools and then they're fucking pool. idiots. If you piss in a pool, honestly, uh, you're an you're an asshole. This is that simple. But anyways, the main anxiety that I'm having right now is the first time going to the pool, you know, for no reason. Because, like, we're paying, I don't know, like, six it's $600 a year or whatever, plus, uh-huh. like, a, a, fuck, a stupid initiation charge, which is, yeah. like, $700 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I belong there. I am a member there. Mm-hmm. But I f- just feel so self-conscious about walking in there the first time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, like a, you're imagining it like an old-school society thing where it's like... <laughs> Someone's going to announce you at the at the pool gate. That's right. That's right. Mr. Jason and Rachel Doyle. But I'm the, I, I would prefer that, actually, because 
then it would be like, okay, these guys, these, this, these people coming in with their coolers and all their all of their accoutrement, just like they belong here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. I feel like no matter where I sit in the pool, I'm going to be like, uh, this is somebody's regular spot. And uh, okay, be, okay, they're going to okay. come in and be like, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're actually in Michael's spot. Uh, can you move it down? You know what I mean? Like, and you spread all your shit out. Not that. I'm sure that there isn't that kind of thing there, (laughs) but it's just giving me like real anxiety. So it's, it's, it's more that you're not sure where to go and, and not like displace anyone unless like you feel like you're like the Beverly Hillbillies. That's exactly right. And that's how I feel. But you've seen my neighborhood. Like it's not a rich neighborhood (laughs) at all. Like that's just neighborhood loose sheep running around. Exactly. (laughs) So it's very, uh, it's not rational, but it's just, it's how I'm built. I think. No, I understand. It's, it's social anxiety because you're going into a space where this could be true or not true, but y- you believe that everyone already knows each other. Everyone already has a rapport. Everyone yes. knows the, the little unique customs and conventions of this shitty country club. <laughs> right. And you're walking in as a noob. Yeah. Yeah. With and my sometimes big... noobs get... <laughs> Pwned. That's right. This noob is definitely getting pwned. When I walk in with my big pwned. flamingo. Pwned at the pool. <laughs> I'm going to walk in with my huge floaties, you know, and it's like, no floaties, sir. I'm like, oh, fuck. They're like, adult swim. You get out. They're like, no, sir, you could stay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just a child. Just a child at heart. Uh, anyways, well, enjoy the shitty country club. Enjoy, enjoy spending, you know, $9 on a hamburger that's burnt on a grill. Um, maybe you get like a $5 ice cream sandwich. I'm sure yeah. it'll be an exciting summer over yeah. there. Yeah, well, I'll report back and we'll see. Well, well actually, speaking of ice cream sandwiches, I'm about to drop maybe the, the craziest take I've ever dropped. And if people think this is too crazy, blame it on my fever. Okay, here's the thought. Okay. There's too much ice cream. <laughs> oh, fuck. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. What are you talking about? Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. I went out for dinner on Saturday. This was the last thing I did before I've, uh, I've been indoors since then. Mm-hmm. And uh, dinner finished. Okay. And, and I cannot believe it, that I'm at the age where dinner used to finish. It's like, all right, boom, we're start, we're right into drinking now. We're hitting the bar. Yeah. Now I'm at the age where dinner finishes and everyone's like, uh, ice cream? <laughs> Which, no, I don't, I don't want to go for ice cream, actually. Now, and this, you know, I just want to state this for the record. Yes, I'm lactose intolerant. But that's yeah. not, not the reason. Because, like, I'll, I'll take a lactate and, and take a dance with the devil, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, spin that dreidel? Why would I say that? <laughs> what am I trying talking. to say? Flip that coin? Yeah. You'll spin uh, the wheel. You'll roll the Spin the, the wheel. I think that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we go for ice cream. And on this particular street they were on, there was two, at least two ice cream shops open. Okay. What are we talking, artisanal? Yes, right, but that's, 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 you know, that's not even my point. But, of course, you know, there used to be your classic Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Uh, your Baskin Robbins. Yeah. And then... Would you throw a Dairy Queen in Dairy there? Queen, a Hot Eats Cool Treats. Yeah. And then maybe, like, in the in the, the frozen yogurt phase, boom of the, of the late 80s, early 90s, you had a TCBY. <laughs> and now, at least in LA, you got, like, Jenny's, you got Salt and Straw, you got yeah. Van Leeuwen's, you got McConnell's. On this street, there were two artisanal, you know, expensive, fancy ice cream places. Anyways, this place had... A line, like out the door and a little down the block. Okay. Now I'm not even getting ice cream, but but my my ultimate point when I say there's too much ice cream is, why is ice cream shops the only thing that are open late, dessert wise? Hmm. Like post, you know, it's like post dinner, nine p.m., ten p.m. An ice cream shop is your only hope for dessert. Right. Now you're gonna say like I don't know. There's an insomnia cookies open yeah, near yeah, my yeah. like. All right, bullshit. I mean, and I, I'm sure it is open, but, yeah. <laughs> but there's not like a, a large proliferation of sweets and desserts mm-hmm. that are open late. And I'm, yeah. I find for me to get my sugar fix, I'm often going to like a CVS or a Walgreens late at night. Wow. Okay. But sometimes 
after dinner, if I don't want to be a pure garbage monster and just eat like uh, malted milk balls, yeah, like there's nowhere to get a, a, a slice of cake, yeah, a nice you know piece what? of pie. I have a theory why that is. Okay, because a pie, a slice of pie or a slice of cake, goes with coffee, and people don't want to drink coffee in the, at late at night. Uh-huh. You cannot okay. have interesting cake. Or pie without coffee, so that's why they they don't stay open late. But ice cream, I mean, you can have that twenty four hours, man. Like, I see what you're saying because I think you're thinking of like you have a slice of cake, you have the tiramisu at the restaurant mm-hmm. with your coffee. Yes, perhaps a decaf for those of us that get a little jittery post yep. four p.m. <laughs> but almost every restaurant has an ice cream option for dessert too. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. not like it's like something they are not serving at restaurants and you have to go to an auxiliary place to get it. Yeah, I, but I would it, guess I would say for every ice for every ten ice cream places, give me one to three bulk candy places that are open late at night. Okay. You know what I mean? I so wanna go in there with a the little bag okay. <laughs> and I wanna get my Swedish fish. Uh-huh. I wanna get a salty sweet. Yeah. And let me munch on that while you're while you're eating your um, your lactose bomb. <laughs> so you know you didn't get ice cream. No, 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 I didn't. I just watched other people eat it, which is oh, fine. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. There's other desserts that are delicious and fun to eat. I don't think we should just be limiting ourselves to late night ice cream. That's all I want to say. I agree with you, but I wouldn't say there's too much ice cream. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I mean, ice cream is my favorite dessert. It's got to be. Like, if I had to pick, it's ice cream. Do you get toppings on it? I like a busy ice cream. Like, okay, well, that's all I want, JD. All I want are your <laughs> toppings without the ice cream. I want a little... Fair enough. A uh, little score bar. Yeah. Yeah. I want a little cookie dough. Okay. Yeah, that's all I want. In a bag. I, I want to might it. be you might be onto a, a, a business idea here. Well, they already exist. They're just not open late. Oh, I see. But anyways, that's uh, that's my piece on that. I'm sorry. It's fever. This don't apologize. Crazy. Don't apologize. So I don't know if you saw. Actually, you did see because I saw you in there. The Discord was popping off this week. Mm. And uh, Graphic Mark submitted a settle this question that I want to ask you right now. Okay. So he asks, which is worse, RSVPing to an event but not showing up or RSVPing to an event... Oops, I botched that, JD. That was the fever talking. <laughs> Gonna try again. Which is worse, RSVPing to event, an event but not showing up, or not RSVPing to an event and showing up? Right. So what do you think about that? Do you have a sense? This is, this is very close to call, I think. But I'm going to land on the... It's. What do you ask me if it's worse or which is worse or better? Uh, which is worse, let's say. Okay, which, which is worse is RSVPing and not showing up. Okay, so let's let's talk about a wedding first. Like, about as okay. formal an invitation as you can get. Yeah. Um, uh, see, now, yeah, that changes it a bit. I guess. No, I, I, I disagree. I think you had the right answer. Because RSVPing and not showing up is worse because they've already paid for you. Right. And now there's an empty seat at your table. You're throwing the seating plan off. Right. Now, not RSVPing to a wedding and showing up is insane behavior. I don't yes. know why you would do that. But then at least, like, I almost in a way feel less bad. Like, let's say it's my wedding because I'm like, well, you didn't tell us you were coming. So why would you think that we would have a name card for you, for instance? Why would we think we had a table for you? Why would we think we had a, a plate yeah. for you? Now, yeah. maybe, like, you're happy that person showed up anyways and, and you're just finding them stuff to eat. Hey, maybe you luck out and it's a buffet. But uh, I think someone telling you they're going to be there, going through the trouble of 
seating them somewhere, printing out a name card, paying for their dinner, paying for them in the headcount for the open bar or whatever it is you're right. doing there, yeah. and then them not showing up. Hold on a second. Now I'm going against I my don't, own thought here. Okay, I, but what if I they see... had an emergency? What if they're like, my kid's puking? Well, that's 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 an excuse. That's a legitimate excuse. Okay, but they're still RSVP'd yes and didn't show up. I think in the case of a wedding, it's more stressful for the hosts, i.e. the bride and groom, for you to show up and like now they're scrambling to find you a a, a space. There's no food for yeah, you. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know what maybe I mean? Right. Like it is just so weird to not RSVP and show up. Totally. Yeah. But then if again, you, I could see. I could see like, well, I thought I was going to be out of, out of town or whatever. And if you're very like, um, if you're very diplomatic about it, or if you're very conscientious about it, so it's like. Hey, I'm going to come to the ceremony and I'm going to have drinks at the reception or whatever, but I'm not sticking around for food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. make it or, or so that you – just come to the dinner – just come to the dancing part. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to the, the the ceremony and then you go have dinner somewhere else and then you just show up at the final reception where the dancing is happening. You got to be super conscientious about it and I think you could get away with it. But the the whole point is the stress that it causes somebody, your host, right? Like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I think yeah, uh, you've convinced me to change to change my answer in this. But it's in defense of the not RSVPing. Sometimes you're getting a wedding invitation months ahead, right? And you get it, and you go, oh, that's nice, they're getting married. But then you're also like May twenty twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Wes. I don't know if I'll be alive in 2028. Will I be taking my <laughs> flying car there? <laughs> so <laughs> you you look and you're like, well, oh, let me hold off on that. I got to see if, uh, you know, if the wife can come. I got to see yeah. if we can get the kid, you know, whatever it is. And so yeah. you don't RSVP right away. Then it might slip your mind. Yeah. Though that being said, you're going to get a reminder. Because the person that invited you to the wedding is going to write you and say, like, hey, JD, uh, I noticed you did an RSCP. Are you coming or not? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it would be really weird if you did not respond to that and right. then still showed up. <laughs> so, okay. So now let's go to a less formal thing. Like, you're having yeah. a birthday party at your house. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really a dinner. It's just like, hey, come by. We'll get some wine. Yeah. Uh, we're going to roll out the twister mat. Yeah. We're going to swap partners and have a big old fuck fest. <laughs> no, just a casual birthday party at your house. Just, you know, drinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So does that change your opinion of which is worse? RSVPing and and not showing up or not RSVPing and then showing up? My, my original answer was and is... Uh, not RS, RSVPing and not showing up is worse, especially in this scenario. Like, if you're having just a party and it's kind of like an open house, and yeah, you invited somebody, so you want them to come. And yes, they, they hold on. So they haven't RSVP'd, but they show up. Then that's totally fine. I think that's totally fine. Okay. As long as as long as they show up. But within... why is that worse than me saying I'll be there, and then you're like, oh, what happened to Matt? Yeah. I guess what, what no, what's it's not, not worse. It's better. That's what I'm saying. Which is better? <laughs> Do you have fever? <laughs> I have a headache, a very bad headache. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So showing up, showing yeah. up without RSVPing is the better of the two in this scenario. I think showing up without, without RSVPing RSVP. is better. Okay, yeah. but I'm asking you why? 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 Because if I RSVP and I don't show up, then you're like, well. What happened to him? Yeah, exactly. He's dead. <laughs> what? Well, I'd be worried. Where's Matt? Yeah. I guess one thing I was going to say is that this doesn't contemplate RSVPing to an event and then at the last minute me texting you and being like, sorry, I'm not getting Yeah, but that, I don't think that that's – that's not part of this scenario. Yeah, okay. This okay. is a literal no-show, no explanation. Yeah, okay. I mean if it's – literally like if it's some, if it's that – if it's like a a party, open house, there you reach a point where it's just like, oh, what happened to Matt? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's how, that's how I would. Yeah, 
see. I, I would also like. say most parties are not don't do not require an RSVP. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm having a thing. Come right. one, come all. Yeah. The worst, the worst uh, thing. I don't know. It's still rude to not tell you if I'm going to be there. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But it's like what you know. It's the best of what's better out of these two bad things, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you, if you have an RSVP, as long as you show up when the party is still at its peak, you know what I mean? Or even like as things are slowing down, but don't show up at the very end. You know. Oh my God, that's the like worst. That and now you're like, bad. that person has the energy because they haven't been like talking to people all night. And, you're like, <laughs> and then you feel like you have to give them your attention yep. because they've showed up at your house. Yeah. Hey, JD. Uh, no, no, I wasn't cleaning everything up because it was over. I just, I like to clean as I go. I like to clean as I go. Why is the music off? Noise complaint. <laughs> yeah. No, please, please. Come well, in, why come aren't I clothed? <laughs> <laughs> fuck fest <laughs> yeah fuck fest you missed the fuck fest Matt sorry uh, alright uh, bit of housekeeping JD okay uh, join our Patreon patreon.com slash is this good why am I mentioning it and it's even more important this week because tomorrow Thursday May 25th or I should say today May 25th sorry fever kicking in 8.30pm mm. Eastern we've got our live stream hangout so come join us for that uh, I'm really looking forward to that JD I am too. I had a blast last time. Like... I have to give some secret updates to a secret thing I talked about last Ooh. time. Ooh, I love it. I love this stuff. This is where you get all the hot stuff. the The stuff that's too hot for the pod. It's too hot for even Patreon. You gotta, you gotta be in the what? What tier do you have to be in for this? Uh, great <laughs> or great, goat? The greater goat. What a what a crew of people! It's great. Yeah, what a crew of people. Uh, we also have merch that's at isthisgoodpod.com. And remember, if you bought a piece of merch, send us a pic of you wearing it, uh, and send me emails at isthisgoodpod@gmail.com. Need some more emails with good topics? Would be lovely to get some. Subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, JD, our Apple Podcast rating is still 4.9. A couple people did leave reviews, but I don't know. I need a mathematician to figure out, like, how many more five-star reviews we need to get to offset the, like, two bad (laughs) reviews that we've gotten. Is it... uh... Is it bad form to review your own podcast? Like, should I jump in there and oh, leave a review? Yeah, I've, I've done it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Why wouldn't I give my podcast five stars? If I, I don't know. believe in me, who's going to believe in me? <laughs> I don't know. Just... Every president votes for themselves, JD. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I- I'm going to rate. I'm going to rate and review this podcast. Okay, but don't worry. This is still a five-star Spotify podcast. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um want to talk about this. I saw this quote on Twitter. This is Max Struess. Don't worry, this isn't about sports. It sounds like it's about to be about sports. <laughs> but he's talking about Jimmy Butler, who's obviously having a killer playoffs, uh, playing music in the locker room. So Jimmy, as the best player, I'm sure he gets the aux cord out of respect. Right. And so this is uh, Max Struess saying, it honestly surprises me that whatever he plays before the game gets him going. Sometimes it's Miley Cyrus. Sometimes it's Justin Bieber. Sometimes it's Rick Ross. Whatever he needs to keep doing what he's doing, we're all here for it. Um, 100%. So, sure, you know, he's your most important player. Let mm-hmm. him play whatever he wants. But I was curious if you have any particular music that you use to psych yourself up or that you like to exercise to or anything like that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> exercise too, sure. I mean, my main music when I'm exercising is whatever's playing on Patreon, you know, or Patreon, uh, Peloton. <laughs> join, join Patreon, and you can see me work out on my Peloton. I would love every ad, if every mention we do of Patreon, we just switch it to Peloton, even though they're not paying us. We just, we just believe in their product. Yeah, the stock's taking a hit post pandemic, but you know what? Zoom, they're down too. Okay, a lot of these pandemic stocks, they're down. That's yeah. why we need your help to get Peloton back up. <laughs> yeah. So, and that, that was one of my, I don't want to go on too much about Peloton, but I do, I do like my Peloton. And just my switch, main. Every time you want to say Peloton, just say, say Patreon. Patreon. Okay. So every time I'm on, <laughs> I'm riding my Patreon. Uh, <laughs> the, my main worry about getting into Patreon was that the, the music, I wouldn't be able to pick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like a workout class and it's, it's curated for you. Um, but then I realized actually it's kind of a cool way to, 
to discover new music. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. Uh, it's really the only time I listen to music that's I'm not picking myself like yeah. ever really now, which is odd because you know I grew up in the the era of radio and stuff. But so it's my main source of of discovering music. But it, anyways, to get to your question, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I listen to like the the cheesy uh, uh, cliche, I guess, of you know, like Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, like, okay. Uh, you like I'm to get like, hyped. I'm getting hyped. But you once mentioned that uh, you know, Against All Odds was a great running song, and you're 100 percent right. Like it's JD, I have that written great. on my page here. Yes, I, I I love a power battle ballad. I guilty. Uh, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, oh yeah, Streisand and Streisand uh, and Gibb. Barry and Barry. Oh my God, I don't Barbara know what it and is. Barry. Why didn't they call that album Barbara and Barry? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. But but yeah, a power ballad. Uh, anything Lionel Richie for some reason really gets mm-hmm. me going. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I'd like the you know "Shake Your Rump" by the Beastie Boys is, another, mm-hmm. is sort of like the cliche like let's, let's fucking do this you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also realized <laughs> when I saw this in the doc, I'm like I'm not, I don't hype myself up enough. You know what I mean? Like I don't really have occasion to. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you: Do you have a routine to get yourself hyped up for the show? Not really. No. No. I you don't. don't you don't stare in the mirror and slap yourself in the face and go. I should. I'd probably be better. I'd probably like. <laughs> I, sometimes I will look in the mirror and I'll just go, "Be funnier. Why can't you be funnier? <laughs> Other people have funny things to say. Why don't you?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, well, what about you? Well, so like you're saying, my journey was basically when I started running, and base. I mean in this more modern period of my life like this was maybe like 2016 17 and i thought that i to run you had to listen to like aggressive music so i'd be listening to like punk you know like ramones yeah. buzzcocks yeah. like things like that and then i realized that you don't actually need to listen to fast music because yeah. athletes they're actually not like they may be aggressive on the court or whatever, but they're calm. Their yeah. mindset, they're in a zone. Mm-hmm. And some to get in a zone, like slower songs actually help you maintain like an easier pace and make it feel like not so uh, taut and tense, right? Because yeah. if you're running like 10, 15 miles or, you know, in a marathon distance, you, you want to be relaxed. You right. want to be feeling like it's easy, like you're kind of floating. So that's when I realized that, yeah, like Power Bad, like Against All Odds by Phil Collins, also In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, a great oh, running yeah. song. And then there's certain things where I'll go to where it just, if it has like a triumphant feel or like it just has like one ecstatic moment in it. So I, I'll give you an example. I'll listen to Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, but just the intro. Because, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Like, totally. It just starts like so slow and moody and there's that just synth and you're like, what what song is this? First, that song is like eight and a half minutes. Like, I know. There's a, obviously a single version because it was it was a hit, but the album version is like very long. And then there's just like the drum hits, like like just against that droney synth. And then when that riff kicks in, it it's like you know like um if you picture like a rock concert and you just like that stacked wall of amps that goes yeah. like to the fucking ceiling, yeah. it feels like that's like blowing right into your face when they're totally. like dang, 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 dang. and I don't know I've heard it a million times but every time it hypes me up now the rest of the song I almost could take it or leave it I'm like right. I don't need totally. it but just for that moment it's so worth it another moment when the chorus kicks in and nothing's gonna stop us now by Starship <laughs> yeah like, and we can build this tree. that's that's a killer and then honestly like yeah like I mean I love sure like the snobbiest indie music around but sometimes like you want to feel like you're in a movie when you're running mm-hmm. and so you know so mo- songs that are in movies are often cheesy and sometimes like if you're the best around by joe esposito from the karate kid soundtrack <laughs> comes on you're like you're like cool yeah of course hell yeah hell yeah so when you're listening to in the air tonight mm-hmm. do you try to like the hill or whatever like the big when the the drums come in the is that do you try to time it like 
okay, I'm hitting it now, but I because I know in two two minutes and fifteen seconds I'm going to be at uh, you know Dead Man's Hill or whatever, and and that's <laughs> <laughs> you need that extra push, or is it just wet? What wherever you happen to be? Um, well, it's, I, it's a great question because I think that's a little too hard to time. But sometimes I will skip through songs, which is the nerdiest thing because I have the wireless, so I'm going like this. <laughs> Tap tap. Oh tap tap. Tap tap. Oh tap tap. Um because I'm like, I need I need a song. I need the song. I don't know what song it is, but I know I need it, and then I'll it'll come on and I'll be like boom. Like yeah. even like Viva La Vida by Coldplay. A song I don't even like. But that song somehow is a great running song. But let me I'll, let me give you two that that are actually cool songs. And okay. one of them and they're they're both aggressive, so this kind of goes. But sometimes you do need like a final push when you're really tired. Then it's time to hit the aggressive music. Okay. The Rat by the Walkmen, a band we saw together. Remember in New Orleans yeah, I All Star Weekend? Do I know that? I don't know that you song. You probably don't know it, but it's very like downstroke guitar just like ding, 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 ding. you know <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. it's like got yeah. really heavy drums and okay. the and the singer is just singing. It's sort of an anti-social song of like <laughs> fuck like fuck you guys <laughs> fuck you mom and dad i'll skateboard if i want to. yeah well it's not really mom and dad but uh and then decepticon by la tigra another great la tigra i know i don't I... oh i know that song of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so those are those are some uh, i wouldn't even say the recommendations because some of these are fucking weird ass songs to be recommending <laughs> to people but well what's anyways. this what's your recommendation for the like the the most unlikely song to work out to like I mean, I guess against all odds is up there. Yeah, like, um, I, I mean, like I'll go, like I'll listen to like "Call Me Maybe." Uh, oh yeah, that's a great. That's definitely on my list. My on yeah. my uh, work like stuff out. that I would never sit down and listen to. But I'm gonna go or like uh, shout out Lee Ellis, Angels. Yeah, like just something with that, an anthemic chorus like that. Yeah, that's pretty slow in the verses. I've got that, and I've got Allison by Elvis Costello. Oh, fuck, I love, love that Allison. song. I, love I just that sang song. that at karaoke, JD. Did you? I've never sang it in karaoke. I think I'm gonna next time. Yeah, no, no, it's no. right in my range. Like if I'm in the car, I'm fucking rolling up the windows and belting it out. But isn't that the? Pro That's my problem with karaoke is. I'll be in the car singing. I'll be like, Fuck, you're killing it, Matt, today. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, okay. Then I'll sing this karaoke. And then somehow I'm like, uh, this didn't translate. It sounded a lot better when I was in mm. my car. Well, you better acoustics in the car. There's a reason James Corden uh, does it in the car, you know? Like, it's just sounds Because he's a hack? <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. Don't start. The guy's leaving. <laughs> poor James. Poor Jimmy. That, guy, that guy's definitely told some restaurants to turn the volume down. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> He was at Balthazar. <laughs> so we can tell him. <laughs> Turn down the Phil Collins. Uh, all right. Well, this is the time when it does get to sports because we were talking about Jimmy Butler and the Heat, which means we got to talk about stakes. Mm -hmm. What is stakes? It's a sports prediction game where you compete against thousands of other fans to prove you're the smartest. It's free to play. And the more accurate your predictions, the more you win. Two weeks ago, JD, we got three or four predictions right. We did it again last week. We got, guess what? The same? Same. Three or four, right? Wow. Okay. Because I didn't yeah. feel good. I was like... Uh, well, because we said the Celtics were going to win game three. Right. That's But yeah. other than that, we were crazy. Really? <laughs> wow. The most important <laughs> thing to know, we were right about everything else. <laughs> so that's good to know. Um, but I have to thank you, JD, for helping me get so many right. Because when you win, yeah. when you get... For every certain amount of questions you get right, you get these little boxes okay. in the stakes app. Yeah. And then you click on the box, like a little treasure chest. Oh, yeah. And it, it like animates the, yeah. it. It's like, woo! And it's like a fun little video game. Yeah, I did the an NHL one, which I know nothing about. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you get you, you touch the box and shit comes out of it. It's very satisfying. It's very satisfying. <laughs> and then you could, you could dress your little avatar and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, but here we go. Let's go four for four. We've been dancing around it for two straight weeks. We've been... Three out of four. Okay. Let's go four to four here. Let me open the old stakes app. All right. So we're talking game five, okay. Heat Celtics. Yeah. Boston still alive, trails the series three to one. The game five winner will be the Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics. So obviously, if the Heat win, they close this out. If the Celtics win, they push this to game six. And some say put all the pressure on the Miami Heat. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna refer to my favorite basketball podcast. Mm -hmm. The No Dunks podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and Skeets, I, he thinks that's, that uh, 
Boston's going to stay alive. But okay. both Trey and Tass think that uh, Miami's going to close it out in Boston Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I so I'm going to go two versus one. So I'm saying Miami is going to win. Okay, perfect. I've locked that one in. Great. All right, who will be the leading scorer in game five? Butler, Tatum, or anyone else? So in the last game, Butler had 33. Yeah. Three, no, Tatum had 33. Tatum had Butler had 29. I mean, say so that, but, but that was Tatum's first good game of the series. Yes. So if you're saying the Heat are going to win, I think we should say Butler is going to score more. Absolutely, Butler. Okay, boom. Jalen Brown is averaging just 16.8 points per game this series. Will he get over or under that? I mean, it doesn't seem high for him, but I'm going to I'm gonna say... I feel like taking the over, but I don't know. Let's do it. Okay. Over. Boom. And then final questions. How many three-pointers will the Celtics sink on their home court in game five? 14 or fewer, 15 or more? I think they had 18 in game four, but they only had 11 in game three, and they weren't, they weren't shooting well from three before right. game four. I say they're at home. They're letting them fly. But we're also saying they're going to lose. Hmm. Let's go 14 or fewer. Yes. Okay. All right, 4-4, JD. We finally did it. Awesome. I can't wait to hear the results. So if you want to play, if you want to see if you can beat us, if you're in the U.S. or Canada on an iOS phone, go to playwithstakes.com slash isthisgood to download the Stakes app and start your journey to becoming a sports god. (laughs) Playwithstakes.com slash isthisgood. All right, JD, let's get to the comment of the week. Okay. So... This one is about the Norm Souza show, which we dropped on Monday, which was a banger of an episode. People are really enjoying it. We talked about speaking to your dog in full sentences. We talked about sharing your body count with your new partner. Um, And we had this new segment called The Good Old Days, where I sort of brought up something that used to be very popular. And we talked about whether we thought it was good when it came out and how do we feel about it now. So, for instance, we talked about standing desks, which you said were good when they came out. And you you defended them through and through. Mm Mm-hmm. And one thing I brought up was paper boarding passes. So, you know, we always yes. have paper boarding passes. Now we don't. We have them, uh, the you know, QR code on our phone or whatever. And I said I still like a paper boarding pass. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Vantal wrote in to say, this is the first time I have felt very strongly about a subject. Paper right. boarding passes are not good. Granted, I almost always have a connecting flight because I have a small airport as a starting point. So I have to juggle multiple boarding passes for each flight. First of all, Ryan, juggle. You're juggling the boarding pass. You got, there's two. You can't, two is not juggling. Two is passing things back and forth between your hand. If you had three boarding passes, maybe we could talk. And if you balled them up and were literally juggling them, it would be a fun way to pass the time. Uh, I have flown a few times this year and show my ID at TSA and not my boarding pass, then my boarding pass at the gate and never my ID. It's simple paper boarding passes add unnecessary complications. So I, I use this as the comment of the week. Thanks, uh, Ryan, for writing in. Because, I don't know, it's like I have a sixth sense, J.D., or we have a sixth sense. Because the day after we recorded this, I saw a headline from the Wall Street Journal that said, Want a printed airline boarding pass? Be ready to shell out $25. And the subheadline says, All the travel nickel and diming test the patience and pocketbooks of exasperated travelers. Quote, I want to have that piece of paper. Now it's not a it's it's not a coincidence that I just said the headline and then the subheadline because uh, it was in the Wall Street Journal as pay, paywalled and I did not <laughs> pay to read this article. Uh, I did read some aggregations of it, okay. but yeah. So so airlines are starting to char- charge for boarding passes, which is like in a way insane, but in another way, is it surprising? Like I, I think it's now harder to name things that they have not tried to charge us for, right. especially on like those like Frontier Spirit style airlines. So what's so what's the thinking here? I mean, obviously to make money, I guess, but it seems like it it would just be it's designed to piss you off. So I think they just want you to download the app, right? Like yeah, that's, exactly. That's it's, all. It's it is. free. They don't have to have someone at the gate, or they have to invest less money and maintenance into the little kiosks. Yeah, but more importantly, they can track you. They have your information. They. You know, it's all about the cookies, you know? Like, well, th- there was a quote in an article from, like, one of these airline representatives and sort of, I don't know, I find the euphemistic way they're explaining it is they're saying, we're, we're only charging for things that the consumer can do themselves. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So they're saying, like, you can go on and check in and have it on your boarding pass, uh, on your phone, the boarding pass on your phone. Right. You can do that yourself. And out of the kindness of our hearts, we're not going to charge you for downloading (laughs) a QR code. But if you want us to do it for you, we're going to charge you. Right. Well, Um, it's it's ridiculous and stupid. But I see, uh, I guess I, I guess I get it. Do you think that, like, what's... Because definitely they're sitting around in a room going, what can we charge them for? I, there's two things they're doing. They're like, what can we take away? Like, peanuts or, you know, free snacks. Yeah. No, those are gone. Right. Free meals, those left long ago. Right. Feels like I was in diapers the last time I had a meal on an airplane. Yeah. Um, well, I was... This It was December for me, but... I would flew Air France to, you know. Yeah, okay, like the international meals. flight. International yeah. flight. But if you were even if you were going from like Montreal to Florida, you used to be able to get Yeah, that's true. something. Yeah. Um any ideas on new things they could charge people for? <laughs> Cuz I, I had like do you think that they um like they know what seat you're in, right? Yeah. So they could track it and every time you push the call button for the flight attendant? Oh, interesting. That's $5. Right. Well, they could charge you to go to the bathroom. I, I'm not sure that if this is like has had because you know in Europe they they charge you for using the bathroom in some places. Yeah, I think that some airlines like maybe it's like Ryanair. Maybe they've experimented with that. I don't know. That might be like maybe that's a bridge too far. But uh, certainly paying to drop a deuce, maybe. Yes, actually, and I would be in favor of that. Because it would discourage. <laughs> you want to discourage it? Yes, of course. God. No peeing in the pool, no shitting in a plane. Where does this guy want us to do our business? <laughs> Some of us have the stomach flu, JD. Okay, we, we need more places to go, not less. Have you ever taken a shit on a plane? Me? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, really? I find it like a fun little way to pass the time. Wow. I've never done it. Like Really? Ne- it's like not like it's some never weird happened. thing. No, I know it's not weird. It's but like I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, this I guess. is a great time to spend doing that. Yeah, but there's a there's like a people right there, you know. It's so loud, no one can hear anything. It's not the it's not the sound, Matt. It's the smell. Okay, then you go. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Yeah, I guess. Um, what about this? What about because there's so many ways they're charging us. How about a way to make some money back and save the airline money in the process? Okay, go on. Okay, like, let's say I get a $20 rebate if I walk down the aisle telling people to put their tray table up when we're about to land. (laughs) (laughs) That's my job now. I like it. Someone wants water, I'll get it for you. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just going to work a shift, work a... Yeah, I want like a plane (laughs) monitor. (laughs) You get a sash... Yeah, like the loser in high school where they're like, oh, because you're responsible, you get to do lunch duty this week. And like, don't realize that they're just getting you to do free labor. Mm, Yeah. Also, Uh, if you pitch in, you know, getting rid of uh, an unruly passenger, you know. know, Yeah, yeah, you help duct duct tape (laughs) a drunk guy that doesn't want to put his mask on. Yeah, you should get get, uh, credit for that, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that's true. I mean, those you see those videos all the time. I see them. I, I mean, not with a mask anymore, but like just, ever since COVID, people have been insanely belligerent on airlines. Yeah, it's and crazy. people are helping, you know, push these people out or calm them down or prevent them from, you know, I've seen punching a flight attendant and people get up and like grab yeah. the person. Heroes, all of them. Yeah, and they should get a credit. They should get some sort of for one free drink. <laughs> Uh, beer and wine, of course, not premium, yeah, uh, yeah, not yeah. premium liquor. Yeah. We can't, we can't get you the tiny bottle of the Woodford Reserve, <laughs> sir. You would, a- you would actually have to Air Force One, Harrison Ford style, kick someone <laughs> literally out of the plane from a high altitude. <laughs> then, yeah. then we can give you the premium spirit. And then you can get the Bloody Mary. But I have a little hack um, that uh, my friend Derek, you know Derek, sure, um, King Ding Dong. King Ding Dong, yeah. He uh, he always brings a little gift for the flight attendants. Oh, my God. No. No. He does. Like, In a the, little... No. Sorry. Like, a box of Timbits or, like, uh, Mrs. Fields cookies or something like that, you know? Like, and he'll, he'll say, oh, this is for you and blah, blah, blah. And he says that he gets preferential treatment, like, on the plane. So, if he, like, gets a... A vodka soda or whatever they give him like two bottles of vodka, like two of the little bo- bottles, uh-huh. or 
they'll give him. But is he netting out on top? Like if he just paid for the extra bottle, is that? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I don't know. That's he used to be a flight attendant. He was, and I think that's why why how he got it. You know how he started it, and uh, you know he's a very sweet guy too. So you know, um, but anyways, that that's I don't know. I've never done. I've never had the. The cojones to be like, mm, here you go. I don't think I could get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, I think they would be immediately suspicious. Yeah, exactly. Much like a tennis player wouldn't argue with you because you're <laughs> a larger man with a giant beard. Um, I don't like. A, it's like here's going to play. Here, I brought you some cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Immediately into the garbage, <laughs> and I'm on a watch. You walk list. up to like. <laughs> <laughs> You like cupcakes? <laughs> Here's some red velvet. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> this is definitely not like a, some sort of terrorism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's like, like an airplane when they all get, what do they, like all get sick from the fish? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that what happens in an airplane? Yeah, what'd you have? The fish, yeah. Yeah, what'd you have? I had the red velvet that that fucking Sons of Anarchy guy gave me. <laughs> Anyways, JD, people want their paper. We have so little in this in this life. We don't have concert tickets anymore. We don't have those keepsakes. Let us have our paper. I mean, uh, to, uh, not to defend them at all. I'm not defending them. But it sounds like you, you're about to. You could print it out at home, right? Uh, yeah. I they're, guess they're so. not charging you 25 bucks for that. Are they? Could you though? Could you print the boarding pass, and would that work? Could you give that? Could you put that on the scanner? I yeah. guess so. It's a barcode. Uh, yeah, Rachel, right. every time we buy tickets to anything, it drives me crazy, actually. She just, like, <laughs> prints out every bit of the itinerary. If there's a boarding pass, she, like, walks onto the flight with, like, pages of stuff. She She's the last person using MapQuest? <laughs> She'll uh, – almost literally, yes. She will print out the directions on Google Maps, yeah. Okay, Rachel, I hope you're double-side printing. Okay, those map questions directions can be pretty long. <laughs> she 100% is. Uh, all right, well, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. If you have anything to say or you have topics for future shows, subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Listen to the next show. Go back and listen to the Norm episode if for some reason you haven't. It was super fun. Anything before we go, JD? I think this was a good show. This is your flu game right here. This is literally my flu game. <laughs> Yeah. And this is your migraine game. My, yeah, we're both under the weather. This we're both under the weather, so if you disagree with anything we said, <laughs> that's why. And it's not because we're bad people or uninteresting or unfunny. This was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond, the grave beyond this week. All right, we'll see you soon. <laughs>